I still get triggered when I hear a car drive by with like like a fucked up muffler. Oh yeah. From like getting in my car and starting it up and then being like, go. No! <laughs> like the fucking uh, the cop from Smoking the Bandit. Like, throw yep. my hat on the ground. Go, Richard, Richard, Richard. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. Over the mountains. We fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God help those who stood in the way of business progress. And the USA. USA. So, what you got there, Will? Speaking of shit NATOs. Yep, Kansas tornado. Oh, this is what we got from. Uh, oh, right. Jim. Jim Raygun. Yeah, nice. that's right. So, there's a DVD of. I'll probably watch the DVD, but uh, there's also the thumb drive of the original... Shaft in Africa. Africa's the name. Shaft's the game. From MGM. This is it. The biggest shaft of all. Shaft in Africa. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's well, it's a, a, a fucking... What's his name? Buffalo Jones. Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo Jones. Jones. And he awesome. was dumb enough to say, next time you're in Lawrence, stop by. And he's like, well... <laughs> Funny about that. I will. (laughs) Asshole. Don't threat threat me with a good time. What what was the... And I'll bring over uh, uh, Donovan Nera, the professional wrestler. Yeah, I I screen-capped what you texted back. Carrie's Carrie's sister's uh, husband is a professional wrestler. Oh, I did not know that. They live in Lawrence. Stage name is Donovan Nera? Yep. Fucking awesome. Wow. Mm -hmm. Is it D-O-N? Yep. (laughs) That sounds more like a drag performer than a professional wrestler. DVD and thumb drive all about Buffalo Jones. Uh, Tell him thanks. Okay, thanks. Um, He was dumb enough to say, if you're ever in Lawrence, drop by. Joke's on him. Carrie's sister lives there. I'll drop by with a moving truck and my nudist cult. Oh. That's what what Will wrote. You planning on starting a nudist cult, are you? (laughs) Well, I got one member. I guess I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) Did you... Uh, also, this is what he responded with down at the bottom. Oh, well. oh, now he's pizza rolling it. That's right. Good, good job. He's going to go deep fry some pizza rolls now, baby. I like how, uh, Finney County Historical Society. Okay. How was the American Buffalo saved from extinction with a picture of a majestic bison? And then who motivated Zane Gray to, con- to become the world's greatest Western writer? A picture of Zane Gray. What did Teddy Roosevelt do to inspire? To, to inspire an early Is that a little rights John activist. There? What? When? Who, where? Oh, where? <laughs> Was a town in western Kansas. Well, I think that's self-explanatory. It's in western ca- fucking Kansas, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, founded based on what President Lincoln may have said. May have, have said? said. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking And then qu- giant red question mark with Buffalo Jones staring plaintively at you from the... <laughs> From the period, Hi. I'm I'm digging the design and the mystery invoked. But the, with the, the thumb drive should, yeah. should have some straight up Hatari shit on there. Oh, oh, cool. That's the original. Uh, oh, the 1910 the, uh, Africa. Oh, the one that we could not find. Yeah, hiding her hair of. Oh, impressive. I like this Buffalo Jones myth, legend, or fact. And then he's looking at you like longingly. Yes. Hi. Yeah, like I said, it's he's me, Buffalo Ooh, he's got Jones. Those fuck me eyes. <laughs> yeah, he does. All right, Buffalo. <laughs> I breed Buffalo. <laughs> Also, uh, I breed other things. I'm too. noticing the executive director of the Finney County Museum is Steve Quackenbush. I wonder uh, if it's Dave's, Dave's oh, dad or something. Love a good Quackenbush. Yeah. Always love a good Quackenbush. Uh, I ran it, ran across a Falconbush recently. Falconbush. Yeah. Mm. Wow. 
There's two hands in the bush. And That's right. Two birds with one stone. But anyway, uh, thanks, Jim. Uh, we'll uh, edify ourselves with old-timey animal abuse. That's right. And then we'll uh, show up on your doorstep, dicks in hand. Yeah. I don't know about dicks in hand. I mean, he might have two members at this point. Well, fuck. Who's Dixon? What? What? Mason, Dixon in hand? Mason Dixon. Mason Dixon hand? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you oh, better, God. better do the line. Yeah. Donna Dixon? Welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West was fucked. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. What are we doing? Oh, it's Angles is, is, is still Well, right. we were talking about con men before, but now we're going to be talking about con conservatives. Oh. Maybe not for a while. Not for a while. It's, it's well, mostly her daughter with the mental issues that gets into it. Well, I'll tell you what's not conservative. The size of that mare's cock. Right. That's correct. And let's jump right back into the Engels grinder. <laughs> so well, it will continue with the comic sans. Mayor McCheese? I yeah. keep on saying angles like it's an E, it's angles, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With an I. But we're going to get to the wilder portion. Ooh. When you say angles, it makes me think of Matt, uh, Matt from fucking Victor Cutoff. So all I can imagine is like him standing in the middle of the street trying to piss straight up into the air at uh, the, the Galloway Arms Irish pub. Oh, I don't know if you were there that night. I don't believe I was. Uh, we used to, when we used to party back in Shelton, he had a he had a move called the flying weasel, where he'd just get wasted and like pull his pants and underwear down around his ankles and then jump face first off of the fucking patio and then land like like Jesus Christ pose, like face down in the yard and try to achieve liftoff with his urinary stream and then just lay there for or, an hour. Or, or oh, I thought maybe alternately try to blast himself to the center of the earth with a fucking kind of yeah pressure washer. Kind of that dude's fucking insane. Yeah, I love him, but no, yeah, Matt McBacon. Yeah. I didn't know he was in Angles. Angle, yeah. Oh, I, I was just—I knew his last name wasn't actually McBacon. But, you know, like, <laughs> We're talking about Mayor McCheese, so it yeah, makes sense. Right. So this is when uh, Laura's beginning to become a teenager. So uh, this is oh, Marion age. Yep. All so right. this is a dismet South Dakota where now. it's nothing but blizzards. Yes. But uh, they is that actually- when they got to tip it upside down just to show you? Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is a, actually there's a photo from this time. This is the first uh, time they all get their pictures taken, all the girls together, and everybody looks normal. But Laura looks ready to fight. I'm sure I have awesome. a book here back here somewhere. So she's like fucking Wednesday Adams of the Prairie. <laughs> Which, Ray, Ray, I just imagine she's got to have like a like she's dressed like the uh, Ultimate Warrior or something. Mm-hmm. She's dressed like running a, in like a little girl's bicycle. I don't have a mic stand, so I can't effectively. That's right, you don't have a mic stand. Shit. You lost those anyway, privileges a long time ago. may or may not be in there. I'm just going to get a CVC helmet for like a tank driver has and use that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in October, there's a huge storm uh, from Nebraska to northern Michigan. That's, it blows that's through there. And it had oh, hun- okay. I, th- ooh, I thought there was some appropriation, but it actually is a little crew. Okay. Oh, okay. It's like, Laura, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so they had 125 mile an hour winds on Lake Michigan that sank all the boats on the lake. Fucking okay. hey, And Ed Fitzgerald precursor so they moved back to their building in town uh they lived in the back while pa had his county office and clerk of the school district and justice of the peace in the front room at least pa looking a lot like liver eating johnson mm-hmm. and digging something out of his ear also yeah when you're when you're <laughs> when you're paying to get your picture took well it takes 10 minutes to make a what the fuck that's paul angles baby i got it i got a, I got a scratch yeah yeah oh i can't hold it anymore so the girls go back also to park s- your wagon on the roof of your sod house Mm-hmm. Of course, shows yeah. you how sturdy it is. You're That's right. Showing off. Well, they would have been better off in a sod house rather than the regular house because they have to move back into town right. from all the blizzards. Uh, they go back to school for a few weeks after the blizzard, but another one hits. 
Uh, the schoolhouse was just like uh, three blocks out of town, but they still couldn't find it. Here, here's the picture Will was talking about. Laura's the one standing up, staring into the mid-distance. <laughs> yeah, she does look like she's about to fight. But she, she looks like she's about to fight somebody off camera. Well, she's mm-hmm. she's side-eyeing some motherfucker yeah, over there. Yeah. Just like, oh, Slender Man, you're fucking dead, well, I was going to say, like, t- Tony Poltroon's over there fucking trying to make <laughs> balloon animals, and she's not having it. <laughs> oh, uh, we have to go, uh, you know, you can do all these Laura Day celebrations or you know, some in South Dakota, yeah, there's yeah. one in Wisconsin. So if you want to role play as dress up as Nelly, we can do that for you. I won't be Nelly. I want to be the the their mountain man buddy from the fucking oh, show because yeah, no. he just drinks a lot and sings <laughs> Old Man Tucker constantly. Also, look at Carrie. Carrie is completely Adderalled the fuck out. She's like, she's about to fall oh, asleep yeah. or something. <laughs> That's a great picture. What the fuck's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So after all these blizzards, the train was finally shut down. So that was trapping about 100 people in town there. Oh, and the houses party. shook with the wind, so they would have been better off in the south house. Yeah. But they got all the new cheap stuff from the railroad, the shiny stuff. Oh, yeah, the build-your-own-house kit mm-hmm. thing. Where, yeah. So the coal ran out, and they burned hay to keep warm. They kind of had to twist it up to... to I was going to say, that's yeah. not very efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, kerosene ran out, and they had to main their own, make their own button lamps. It was just basically a rag and grease. Button lamp? Yep. Okay. Uh, food ran out, so they ground next year's seed. No, ground Nelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Nelly's not in this town, is she? No. Uh, the Ingalls do get a Christmas letter saying a barrel was sent with a turkey in it, <laughs> but they got the letter and not the barrel. Oh. But sweet. remember the barrel for Psych. later. Because, you know, the post office eventually delivers well, six, six months awesome later. What would be awesome is if it was just like a, a barrel with a live, live turkey. pissed off yeah, turkey. Open it up. <laughs> they like packed a live turkey in there with enough corn for it to oh, feed on in transit from wherever the fuck, like Massachusetts or wherever it's mm-hmm. being posted from. This this shit sounds like, like Omaha steaks of the day. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this shit sounds like the opposite of the big burn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's wide reaching, long lasting, just what the opposite equal, of a what fire. What year is this? Uh, 1870... Oh, so it's not the big kill yet. Yeah. Okay. Or the big die-off or whatever? The big die-off, yeah. 1880s, actually, This is also know. the pregame for that. Uh, like, uh, pretty close to the 1880s. Uh, rumor was, though, there was a farmer 12 miles south who had wheat. Wheat. So now the wheat zombies are all going to put on their warm clothes and mm-hmm. go after their farmer neighbor? Well, they have to send two brave boys, or, or young men... One was a schoolmate of Laura's, and another was Elmonzo Wilder. Not Alonzo. This is Elmonzo. This is Elmonzo right here. Mm -hmm. Dapper fellow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even look like a pro wrestler. Is that her hair? Is that Laura's hair, or is she wearing a hat? That's a hat. Both. I I can't tell. It's a beaver hat made of our pubes. Now, here's Elmonzo. (laughs) One of those kind of beaver hats. Elmonzo and Laura later in Florida, and she's got the poofiest sleeves I think I've ever seen. Sleeves, they're real big. Thank you. Yeah, she looks like a Disney princess, kind of. And he looks like he's part of like uh, Pancho Villa's posse dressed up for a wedding. Actually, this looks a lot like the picture that uh, Mike Korea shows of his like great great grandpa. Oh the, yeah, yeah. I posted that when we yeah I posted that when we did Pancho Villa. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, El Manzo had a brother named Royal, of course. Yes. Uh, they get to Dismet right before it was built in 1879, and they came from upstate New York. Oh, no. Which means, you know, that was... Tanderfoots. Well, uh, upstate New York is probably a lot of Mormons and other crazy religions back in... Well, that was earlier in the 1800s, yeah. but... Hey, Will, all religions are crazy. Oh, yes, that's say. true. Uh, Royal was named by a famous uncle who traveled to India to evangelize 50,000 people. Gross. Elmanzo's name came from the Muslim word for one who is victorious. 
from the Crusades. Uh, citation needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically, it was probably a, from a romance novel that right. probably just made it up. <laughs> He's like, I got this from a porno. <laughs> So in 1873, after there's, you know, a panic in 18, well, there's always panic of some sort. It's America. Uh, Satanic panic. So the Wilders moved to Minnesota, not far from the Ingalls, but they never met back then. Uh, Elmanzo spent his teenage years there because he's a little bit older. Uh, He grew up with Dick Sears. The guy that started Sears and Roebuck? Yep. Wow. Uh, Wow. Rubbing rubbing elbows with some of the great uh, capitalists. Wait, really? The Sears and Roebuck guy? Dick Sears. Yeah. Why well, I asked. I just thought make, I was being funny. I thought you were being funny. <laughs> Fuck you. I was you'll, like, you'll know when I'm being funny. You, you will. <laughs> you'll know when I'm being funny because I'll yell joke <laughs> after every <laughs> time I do it. Yep. Uh, Royal was 32 when they Side got there to play. South Dakota. Uh, Elmanzo was probably about 20, but he lied and said he was 21 because he needed to be 21 to file land claims there. Uh, also comes along was their sister, who nobody liked, Eliza Jane or EJ. <laughs> She was just too fancy for everybody in South Dakota. No, oh, so she, they brought their own Nelly with them. Hi, yep. I'm 20. Sorry, son, that's illegal. One, 21. Oh, yeah. Also, this is you my sister. Let me finish. <laughs> this is my sister that nobody likes. Yeah. Nobody fucking who cares what There's her name is. El Manzo, like for high school portrait day. That high school. He looks like he's fucking 42 yeah, years yeah, old. Well, he is. It's from the. 18 oh, okay. Years, so. <laughs> he's not 40. He's like, I don't know. He's dapper. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it was a hot day, and there was a land rush on. So EJ was worried that they were too late. Uh, they were 150 miles to Yankton, and EJ says, "Hurry up, hurry up!" But one of the horses died. Your El- tauntaun will freeze before you reach Yankton. Yep, <laughs> I'll see you in hell. Uh, El Monzo, he was mad because he was just offered $200 for it just a couple of days before. That's Spanish for the Monzo, that's why right? you don't fucking mm-hmm. throw mileage on something you intend to sell. Yep. And he blamed EJ for the horse death for the rest of their lives. It cost me $200 and or a horse. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a weird, grudge. Weird grudge. <laughs> <laughs> my sister made me kill my horse. So they get to Dismet. You know, they bought this land site unseen. Oh, good. A doc friend of theirs from St. Paul filed one uh, claim for his son, which was illegal. Get ready to eat scorpion salad. Mm-hmm. Sight unseen. Yeah, baby. Uh, he has the Wilders build a shanty for him there and then throw some clothes on the floor to make it look like somebody is living there so they get the free land. Oh, wow. oh okay. Got total, it. total rock ridge. The, the mm-hmm. post-it note on a rock. Yeah. Uh, uh like, like the house set, you know, when you go to sell a house, you got to <laughs> fake, like, make it look like lived in. Yeah. So Royal ran the feed store in Dismet. Elmanzo worked the, the farm. Uh, when the first blizzard hit, EJ went back to Minnesota. Then the brothers moved moved into town. Are there. you really going to be better off in Minnesota during a blizzard? I don't... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Ingalls were probably worse off than the, the Wilders there, even though they got there earlier. Oh, so they, since, you know, the... the while, or the Wilders would sell them grain because now they're trapped, but now they're running out too. So that's Everybody's why they cook up this scheme to find this rancher 12 miles yeah. uptown. Oh, I can't wait for this Ruby Ridge-ass shit. This dude's like <laughs> sitting up there with the fucking Henry Rifles. Like, I know they're coming. They're jealous of my grain, my precious grain. Uh, so, we're trying to cook up a scheme, but we're all out of scheme. <laughs> Gonna have to go kill the neighbor. Yeah. So Lomonzo and Cap Garland, that's the other guy, they go out in the blizzard to find that farmer. That's not creepy nope and they do find him uh he didn't want to sell but they no settled chance. on paying him a dollar fifty a bushel and uh you know the 
two guys bring him back, and they didn't charge the town any for anything for saving everybody's life. Okay, that's that worked out better than I expected. But they're still dressed in like winter camo. Well, I still keep on picture like a uh, 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 hot fuzz, like for the public good or whatever. Oh, they for keep the greater saying. good. For the greater good. Greater we good. need your grain for the greater good. How can this be for the greater good? The greater good. Shut it. So finally, April 9th, uh, a train finally made it through. So that's that's a long time without yeah. a train. And they found it full of farm machinery, and so there was almost a riot. Yeah. They did find a, f- a car with some food on it. Hey, man, I could give you food, or I could give you the means to grow your own food. Mm, like Pull uh, yourself up by your fucking where, bootstraps. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> like, <laughs> endeavor to persevere, proud, yeah, proud exactly. natives. Enjoy your scorpion salad while and, you wait for your bountiful yes. crops to grow. Now, here, buy this John Deere tractor. <laughs> right. Oh, there was no tractor yet. Mm. I know. There's a threshing machines and plows. Mm-hmm. So it was rationed out. The next train shows up, but all it has is telegraph poles. Mm. Yum. Hey, you can burn those. Uh, yeah, exactly. The railroad said, oh, they aren't for firewood, but they still sold them <laughs> anyway. <laughs> sure, we'll make sure nobody burns these. Have a good trip back. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, the turkey finally arrives in the barrel. All right. <laughs> and it was still frozen because they left it outside for the winter. I'm sure if you leave it outside during the blizzard, it would keep for, for a while. Yeah, it would keep for a while. And then the villagers fell upon it like a ravening pack of hyenas and... This is the greatest oh, popsicle I've ever had in my ooh, life. If you lick it, you can really get the fatty salmonella taste. <laughs> I'm also imagining a fucking, uh, fucking uh, uh, Dairy Queen, like a Dilly Bar, only it's made out of turkey. No, like a like a turkey blizzard. Oh, turkey mm, blizzard. Yeah, ooh, cranberry, cranberry turkey, juice, mashed potato. Yeah. Yeah, you just omit the dairy, like you make a blizzard out of mashed potato gravy, oh, yeah. cranberry, and turkey. I I could actually I get behind I could that. eat that. Yeah. Maybe some green bean casserole for <laughs> chunkage. And some and some Oreos. It's like uh, astronaut turtles. food, but Thanksgiving. That's version. right. It's uh you can take it orally or anally. <laughs> the turkey blizzard. Turkey based herb. <laughs> uh anyway, I looked into weed jerky, but uh, I guess the USDA said you cannot put weed in meat or dairy and sell it. Well, that's bullshit. I told you, right? I had weed fucking jerky that well, one time. Well, probably, maybe somebody, somebody made, made it. it. I, yeah. yeah, somebody did make it. Yeah. yeah. I got it from Cameron. So oh, it's like his neighbor or something. Like, well, yeah, he lives on a fucking island like a pirate. Well, this is back. And, well, yeah, and jumps, he does. jumps motorcycles over wrecked cars in his brother's yeah. yard. Yeah. yeah. There, there you're going to find some, <laughs> some weed jerky. <laughs> he, is, he is quick. <laughs> Once he moved out of Seattle, he became like one of the fucking junkyard kids from uh, uh, Res Dogs. Well, he always was, but uh, he just only when he. Uh, have you ever gone camping with those guys? No. Oh yeah, it's he's a feral he's a feral creature. Yeah. Well, he oh, yeah. was kicked off the island originally. Like he was he was like asked to leave uh, the island. I mean, I could see when that he, when too. he was like twenty something. Which that's island? when he moved to Seattle. Uh, I think they're on. Uh, would be. Kama- I thought it was Camino. No, it's would be. Is it would be? No. Yeah. But he was basically asked by the local. Uh, fucking law enforcement to, to like not come back like the opposite of wicker man <laughs> yeah totally uh but now he's back so yeah i know he, he waited his, his brother uh johan 15 his brother's name is fucking johan yes what the fuck i kept on fucking it up and calling him hans i knew it was something like something from like a that. uh grim's fairy tale book but yeah that's fucking johan cool has the same similar ktm motorcycle johan and cameron it's a giant uh like ford f-350 with a big old camper top that he sleeps in and a toy hauler his wife's got a quad all right and they just go out to tahuya and tear it up cool yeah that doesn't sound like tahuya (laughs) (laughs) and you know the nick cage uh wicker man yeah that that was filmed the fucking bees that was filmed in bc just north of the san juans Mm -hmm. bc yep you could kind of tell yeah yeah but uh laura always preferred the country uh, in town, she sewed shirts for Mrs. White. 
and had to live with them. Uh, Laura was <laughs> astonished on how much they hated Catholics. Mm. <laughs> then a comet came in 1881. Oh, my God. Which the whites thought were the end of times. Yes, Well, the, the white family and then probably everybody 1881, else too. was that Haley's Comet? Probably. Because uh, didn't fucking... Um, oh, everybody freaks out at any no, visible uh, comet. No, the guy we talked about last time, uh, fucking the, 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 the writer, the... Fucking Huck Finn, dude. Oh, uh, Mark, oh, Mark Twain. Yeah, he wrote about it because I think he yeah. saw it twice in his lifetime Samuel or something. Holmes, yeah, it's I've seen it. Or yeah, it came when we were like pretty little, but yeah, yeah, like ten or whatever, eighteen eighty nine. What's this? How many? It's every how many years? <laughs> Seventy five. Seventy five. Anyway, Laura was happy to get out of town from all this, and she's hanging out with the very Protestant white white people. <laughs> So, There's so many metaphors. In Charles, there. Paul, was too busy to uh, working in town to plow the farm. I'm sure he plowed the, the wife, though, but he hired it out. Maybe hired that out for the wife, too. Uh, they're just getting by, though, but he still has to pay somebody to work it. Uh, they dream for married to go to the blind school in Iowa. Mm. Save up for that. The you what? Know. The blind school, because mm-hmm. remember, she lost her sight. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. you have, like, well, I think that's why it is, because, you know, you had normal schools back in the day. Yeah. I don't know why they call it normal. Maybe that's because it's not blind. Well, it's not a school for an insane Indian. It's not a school for the blind. It's not a school for Catholics. Hmm. It's not a school for, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, wayward girls or boys. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a lot of sc- school subcategories. Mm-hmm. Almost um, like segregation. I uh, I went to Grapeview School for like third to eighth grade. And like the, the spot that that was on, it was like that school was built in like 19, like... 88 or 89 and before that it was a fucking one room school from like the like early 1900s oh yeah there's like pictures of it and shit in the office oh, there's still plenty of those fucking things out in the badlands but it was like still actively used until like the 80s it was fucking crazy i would not be surprised like, yeah my I, mom went to one for a little while or they built the one. I missed. One. I missed the, it by the, about five years. The one that they drug up to uh, the park up by the dinosaur museum. I know that was in use till I think at least the late sixties, early seventies. Damn. Yeah. I think uh, Rex was saying. Well, before they came back, like one of the last uh, cougars shot in North Dakota was uh, got in. You know, it was a, a kind of broken down old one room school, but they cornered it in there. But but now you can actually now there's you can get. But it was actually a school teacher. It was just kind of. It was had a cougar. Anyway, the state would pay for, t- for tuition, but the family had to pay just to get her there in clothing and other right. stuff. So uh, they sent her off in November. Oh, no, don't. That's bad travel time. <laughs> get out of here, you fucking cripple. Uh, race the blizzards. Uh, sometime in the fall, Laura and Carrie were taking the long way home. Uh-oh. Mr. Ruth's, Ruth's bull scared him. Laura thought she could outrun him, but worried if Carrie would trip. Well, you don't have to outrun the bull. You just have to outrun Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the way it works? <laughs> So this is when they happen upon the Wilder brothers making some hay out in the field. Uh, so this is the first time Laura saw Almanzo. I was going to say, I'm picturing it like a Bud Light commercial from the, you know, these guys are just shirtless, dripping sweat with like sickles. Like, yeah, you know, you got to wipe your brow. Oh, with making a, hay. I was imagining them yeah. doing like pro wrestling moves on each other. Oh, they're doing haymakers. Haymaker, bam. No. Like, I'm, I'm picturing more like the bam, bam. Oh, like yeah. where the, like a Schmitzke beer where they're climbing yeah, out of the pool, yeah. but just making hay and. Slow motion, Laura's glistening like, with sweat. You yeah. know, close up on Laura's eyes, and like kind of a little shy lip lick. <laughs> She's like, I don't know if I want to fight this motherfucker. Yeah. Or bang him! Right. So winter eighteen eighty one was a little bit better uh, weather wise, but the Ingalls still had to move back to town so the kids could go to school. Damn it! Laura hated her teacher. Imagine that. <laughs> Laura seems to hate. Just <laughs> to say that she hates everybody. <laughs> uh, Willard Seal was his name, maybe because he was a, he was a seal. 
He would suck the end of his pointing stick and then scratch his back with it in his ass. <laughs> that's, that's a little weird. <laughs> so the kids would dip the pointer in noxious substances. <laughs> and Laura pitched in the cayenne. Oh, oh, sweet. Oh, okay. At least it wasn't like stick it up your ass. nightshade and shit. Oh, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Deadly nightshade. I was like, we had this, uh, <laughs> I was in, in Grapeview in like seventh grade, I think. We had this uh, math teacher that like, kind of a prick. Uh, for no reason, but he he went to the bathroom and uh, one of the kids in our class like start rifled through his desk and found you know the Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday yeah, like pills. the pills thing and he had he had a different group of pills for each day and he just mixed them all up and then put Nair in his coffee. Oh, you told me about the Nair in the yeah. coffee, Jesus. Yeah, but yeah, uh, he, he, that dude had a bad week. Yeah, <laughs> turned into a fucking werewolf. <laughs> yeah. or opposite of a werewolf. <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eighteen eighty two. Laura was fifteen. Uh, Genevieve Masters oh, came back I from mean, Minnesota. I, when I did the original, like, the Bud Light commercial thing, I was picturing she's already in her, like, 18s. I'm, I'm going to retract to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 15, you're almost a Spencer by then. Yeah. Fuck. What? This is the 1800s, baby? Yeah, but I'm not, rules. I, I'm not from it, so I, yeah. should, I should know better. She's marrying age. It's fine. So she was the uh, sister of the molesty uh, George guy that almost, you know, yeah, yeah. When she woke up and he was standing right. over her Oh, bed. yeah, that's I was right. reading about a thing that we may have glossed. Like, I think it was when they're in the molesty town, like, and, like, the guy that was beating his wife, didn't he also set their house on fire? And then there was another uh, There was another guy that, like, oh, uh, set himself on fire because he was so fucking drunk? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think we did cover did that. We? Oh, yeah, I remember the yeah, guy, I remember yeah, the guy because, lighting himself uh, on cause, fire. Because Pa uh, vowed never to live next door to a bar again. That's, that's right. Like yeah, back that's in right. Iowa. Though. I couldn't right. remember because all that, I kept on Oh, just, right, it was molesty Iowa. That's well, right. then I just kept on thinking of the drunk guy trying to escape from the big burn that his buddies like, <laughs> yeah, he, kicked him out and then lit him on fire fucking, again. He caught on fire in the bar and <laughs> Here, then have a smoke. again <laughs> in the fucking train while he's wrapped in muslin, covered in oil. Oh, nothing beats, nothing beats that kind of comedy. <laughs> yep. So, uh, of course, they also hate uh, the teacher and also uh, Eliza Jane Wilder. So she has a, a good good crew of enemies now. Uh, Laura had it out with Genevieve, who called Laura fat and made fun of her clothes. Laura made fun of Genevieve's big feet and said her clothes were just hand-me-downs for her rich relatives. Wow, yeah, kids are fucking assholes. Yep, mm-hmm. still are. Wow, nothing changes. So uh, Eliza Jane's also now the teacher since the probably they poisoned the other I'm guy. I'm looking at all these pictures of Laura. I mean... Wow, she's just, she's grasping at straws. These children are not fat. No, No, there's no fucking way. (laughs) None of them had the means to to be so. So Laura fights with uh, teacher Eliza, which is, will be one day her sister-in-law. Oh, Jesus. Laura believed Eliza was jealous of her father because he was on the school board. EJ uh, thought Laura wanted special uh, treatment because of that. God, it's just crabs in a bucket, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Laura was the leader of all the unruly students. Oh, leader of the pack. Mm-hmm. Vroom, vroom. And Laura even made up a rhyme. Uh, it was <laughs> going to school is lots of fun. By laughter we have gained a ton, for we laugh until we have a pain at that lazy lousy Eliza Jean. Fuck yeah, they're battle rapping over here. I'm gonna, you know, I'm putting that to a beat. You know that, right? <laughs> well, I thought she was gonna go with you know, going to school is lots of fun. Think I'm gonna bring my gun. No, nope, that's nope, nope, that's nope. more modern. That's uh, <laughs> Laura Ingalls Wilder, well known as the first school, school shooter, shooter of all time. <laughs> Uh, one day, Sister Carrie had an, and another were rocking on a bench while they were studying. EJ was annoyed and made Carrie ro- uh, 
made Carrie, you know, keep rocking and then sent the other girl away as punishment. What? Uh, Laura came to her sister's defense and said, Laura said, if Carrie isn't rocking the seat enough for you, let me do it. So she takes over rocking. Scene A to rocking mm-hmm. what? I don't, Wait, under, ro- I don't understand this. You mean just in a rocking chair? The, well, pu- the well, punishment? Just on a bench uh, or something. I, I still don't get it. It's a bench. God, 1800s, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> so Laura just sits and rocks and, and stares down EJ for about you mean, 20 just, minutes. Just like if you're in a padded room with, yeah, just like staring at someone like, eh, mm. eh, eh. Uh, EJ finally sent her home, and but Pa didn't punish her. Uh, finally, the school board visited and EJ was fired as teacher. Uh, EJ just makes the excuse, you know, says, oh, I just quit because of my health. I, yep, nothing to I do want with to these spend horrible more time children. with my family. <laughs> <laughs> But now Laura starts getting attention from the older boys. Uh oh, gross. Uh-huh. Ernest Perry. I like the way you rock in that bench. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest Perry, who plod her father's fields, plod. took oh, yeah. her to kissing parties where they played post office. <laughs> what? Wouldn't it be took her to the post office where they play kissing? I'm so confused. Well, you have you you haven't played post office? Well, I'm not a fucking mailman, dude. It's like let me. Let me find your package, and then you disappear in the back for about 20 <laughs> minutes, and you don't come out. Oh. They, Let me find your package, uh-huh. Yeah, then yeah, you yeah. disappear in the back with them for 20 minutes. Come out all disheveled. Yeah. Found the package. Fucking kissing parties, just like a barn. What was the... Odd, odd number of kids, so, well, some, there's a mule. You're going to have to kiss the mule. Did, didn't we talk on the show about the fucking the onion kissing parties? You know what I'm talking about? This might have been... Yeah, oh, yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. Where like the like you one, had to guess one who, girl yeah who one girl onion one girl takes a bite of an onion when nobody knows who who took the bite of the onion and then everybody has to kiss and then they have to like guess who ate the onion or some shit I don't remember what that was for. I, I, don't, I don't yeah I don't remember why or why or what <laughs> that sounds that yeah that sounds pertain like to God uh, that's that can't be that hard of a game I mean even when she's coming in for the kill you oh, should be able to fucking like whip immediately that on the air. yeah yeah. Yeah, it's just a matter of narrowing it down. You're like, once somebody asparagus? takes a bite of onion, the whole room's going to smell like fucking onion. Of course, anyway. but I, th- I mean, I think the whole idea is like, who, f- who fucking cares who ate the onion? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my fucking tongue wet or whatever. <laughs> but Laura didn't like the parties. She, yeah. she might have had him make out with a mule or whatever. Uh, she even thought of herself as kind of a snob, even though there's, <laughs> she hated Eliza, who thought, you know, probably was a snob. But one night, Almanzo asked to take her home, and she wondered why. <laughs> but, Who's going to take you home? Can I ride you, or uh, give you a ride home? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Almanzo said later he was dared to. That's why he did. <laughs> well, how romantic. Mm-hmm. So it's like Carrie? Yeah, right, <laughs> like, totally. She's in the middle of a burning barn, like <laughs> gushing mule blood everywhere. And... <laughs> so Laura was now 17. She worked as a seamstress, not like the Seattle Not the women. Seattle Seamstress no. Union? Okay, got it. That's just to help out the family. Uh, she moved in with the McKees west of town to help out with them. She's been, like, stitching laundry for most of her life. Can you imagine the death grip this young girl has? Like, she could palm a fucking car battery oh, at yeah. this point. Like, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, she liked working with them, but the husband uh, forbade Sunday laughing or playing. Oh, what? One, of the, one of them guys. Huh? <laughs> no laughing on Sunday? It's nope. the Lord's Day, and the Lord does not appreciate mirth. <laughs> What's mirth? <laughs> Happiness? Yeah. Okay. Levi- also, levity. Levity. Also, Laura worked for the Bells, who, who were the dressmaker in town, if you're lazy enough not she, to make your own. She's really getting into that, that seems, leaning mm-hmm. into the seamstry. Well, yeah, and then her and Art Bell started a radio show, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, also working there was Elmonzo's older sister, Laura. Uh, they sewed from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. with did, very little breaks. Did that cause confusion? 
Hey, Laura. Yes, yes. And she earned 50 cents for 11 hours labor. Fuck. And she gave it all to her parents. Fucking hell. Okay. Well, good on her. I guess I would have that death stare, too, if that was my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pa worked as a carpenter and harvested his first crop, sir, but he couldn't afford any of that newfangled equipment and did all the work by hand. Can't afford that newfangled equipment like a rake or or a hoe. Just ripping out out hunks of rye (laughs) with his meaty, gnarled fingers, (sighs) smacking it against a rock and then scooping up the grains. What's that? It's a scythe. You you, you get it when you meet uh, death. (laughs) You kids, you wouldn't know what to do with it. If we we made everybody read cursive and made all cars stick ships we'd fuck up an entire generation you know like <laughs> this is my father caveman ingles yeah yeah uh by father back in school uh, this time they get a good teacher uh vin owen uh he had the older students write papers uh laura impressed the teacher and soon they asked laura to teach outside the town because teachers needed to be 18 oh i thought th- i thought they were just making an excuse to get her the fuck out of town like probably go to the edge of town <laughs> yeah, and right. kids will show up uh you can take do a, this coke bottle to the end to the edge of the give, earth give them a nature lesson or something yeah, show right. them show them the walnut tree so they asked her to teach but she's still 17 but you need to be 18 so the school superintendent intentionally just didn't ask her, her age and just sent her off <laughs> gave her a certificate so laura had five students and it was terrible <laughs> uh, she had to room with uh, this family called the Boochies. Mm. Were they this? No, okay, never mind. Snoochie, Snoochie Boochie. Boochie. I was trying to make a joke, but. <laughs> Snoochie Boochies. Who the fuck talks like that? That is fucking baby talk. Uh, so she, they all slept in the same room, but, you know, just had a curtain dividing it. Mm, the, it's the. Um... Yeah, the German family. Yes. I couldn't remember the name of mm-hmm. that. I literally just listened to that episode last night. I'm, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting prepared for a new Howdy Ween. That's that's right around the bend. Oh so fuck, it's coming up. I've been listening to all the old ones to try to remind myself of shit we already covered. So the family that Bo is trying to remember is the Bender family. I, I'm, I I, I'm, I'm on to something because in like uh, more or less current events with like QAnon shit and the old '80s Satanic Panic, I'm looking into because that there's always been oh, shit like that. Yeah. So I'm looking at more like culty. Stuff or, or like we were just mentioning comets and shit. There's a lot of good, oh, yeah. crazy shit that happens with those. Nothing's gonna beat the fucking the airships. Nothing's that was no, awesome. <laughs> that's still the red ghost for me, man. Yeah, the red oh, ghost yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she got to listen to the wife and husband yell at each other, not not fuck or anything. Uh, Miss Bucci might have had a little bit of the prairie madness, shacky wacky. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never heard it shacky wacky. Oh, dude, at Punk Rock Flea Market, I I got a uh, I got a. Uh, when you said Prairie Madness, I got a action figure of Stimpy from uh, Space Madness. Mm. Oh, yeah. And like you, uh, the jolly candy like button. Yeah, you like you hit a little switch and his fucking or his head comes off, and then if you hit a switch, his brain just goes and like shoots out of his body. It's Ooh. great. It's pretty cool. Is your car still work? Hmm. Is your car still work? Oh yeah, better than ever. Oh. I got it sorted. Okay, we're back to good. All right. So at school, Laura had two of her five students taller than she was. Uh, one was her same age, who is Clarence. That would be awkward. And Clarence told her that he wasn't going to listen to her, and he played pra- practical jokes on all the other kids, hair pulling, and etc. So she shot so, him. So such quick. a practical joke. There was no time to warn him. <laughs> <laughs> but the first weekend, Elmonzo showed up on Friday to take her home for the weekend. Oh, I was hoping Elmonzo showed up and beat the level yeah, fuck out of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and they Dunked never missed the well. a weekend after, which saved Laura. But she informed Elmonzo she was only going to escape the boochies. No romance. No smoochy boochies. Oh. But he keeps 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 on coming. I'm just using you for your protection, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
So Laura gets advice from Pa. Uh, so they sh- or she shames Clarence by giving him simple lessons and asked him if they were too difficult for him. Ooh, that's that's fucking that's, that's fucking the baller move. That's the move right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And to prove her wrong, he would try harder and actually do Ooh, do the assignments. Psychological. And, and soon warfare. he was helping out Laura with the school. There we go reverse psychology. Good job, Laura. Damn. <laughs> At the Bucci's, Laura woke up one night, uh, night to the wife screaming Uh-oh. through the curtain. She saw her holding a knife over her husband. Oh, awesome. So it is the German family. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she's... Then, 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 then of course, the um, uh, Mrs. Bucci turns and sees her and just kind of puts the knife behind yeah, yeah. her back. Nothing to see here, citizen. Mm-hmm. Move along. <laughs> it's just... It's a kink, okay? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. called knife play. <laughs> Don't kink shame oh. me. As soon as her term was up, Laura took another job teaching, this one a little closer to home. Almanzo still courted her, but one time he brought along another girl. Ooh, now he's working the yep. jealousy angle. Laura quickly put a stop to that. Shot and her made him so choose. Quick, there was no time to warn her. Almanzo, uh, of course, chose her, and they got engaged. Uh, Laura was still 17, so oh. that's not too bad. That's better than many of the other options we've had mm-hmm. throughout the tenure of this podcast. Uh, Elmanzo went to building them a house on his land. He then learned that his mom and EJ were planning a big wedding for him, which they didn't want or couldn't afford anyway. Right. And Laura was happy to just have a small wedding because it would piss off EJ. Yep. God, she's kind of a spiteful fuck, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> Giving her the benefit of the doubt. She's the heroine of this tale. <laughs> I can't shit on her too hard. She hasn't truly done anything wrong. There's no Sand Creek massacres happening here. She's just kind of an asshole. <laughs> Uh, at the wedding, Reverend Brown knew better not to ask Laura to bear her husband. Oh, that's, that's very progressive. <laughs> Bo, I just got it. It's the Bender family. Yeah, the Benders. Oh, yeah. The German family that murdered people in right. the murder shack. With the brother that just giggles fucking constantly. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, what, what the she-devil, the German she-devil, the mom, yeah, El- yeah. Elvira. Elvira, yeah. And they say, bite my shiny metal ass. Yep. Oh, my God. I just I just picked up uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, like a... Cloaca? Clarissa... Whatever her fucking name is, oh. yeah, she she's got her uh, her autobiography. Uh, if you get the audio version, she reads it herself. Awesome, yeah, it's fucking rad. That's still one of the best uh, mo- movies that I didn't think were going to be very good that turned out to be some one of the most awesome. Mistress movies. of the Dark, yes. Yeah. And of course, there's a rap at the end too. Oh, was, it, was, the, it, it was the, it was the time. time. <laughs> it was the era. Oh, it's called, uh, oh, yours cruelly, Elvira. That's the one. Fantastic. It's fucking excellent. It's, up there, it's up there with the, the Bruce Campbell uh, autobiographies. Wasn't she born here or lives here or one or the other? Or I thought she was some somewhat local. Michigan or something. I don't know. I think she is from, she's from the Midwest somewhere. Yeah. Anyway. All she I might have been born when they make season, I haven't got that far. When they make season two of Wednesday, I want her to have a cameo. Fuck yeah. Because they already had Christina Ricci who played like Wednesday, be the bad guy in the main one. Oh, cool. I haven't seen that shit yet. Oh, it's fucking awesome. I heard it's great. But yeah, they should have Elvira be a new teacher. I think Ooh, would yeah. be good to add. Well, and she was, uh, she was the, um, uh, what do you call it? She was the real estate agent in uh, The Monsters. That, the I Rob do, Zombie I do Monsters. remember that, yeah. Know. But well, you know who play in the Wednesday? They have uh, Luis Guzman playing uh, fucking. Uh, um, oh, the dad. Yeah. Oh no uh, shit. Uh, and then the mom is Catherine Zeta Jones. Fuck or yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones. So. Fuck yeah. What's that streaming on? Uh, it's Netflix. That's why I haven't seen it. Oh, I'll figure it out. You know the original Gomez. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. Um, he was Tony married had, to Patty Duke, who Patty Duke actually lived later on in, in Idaho, in, in Coeur d'Alene or Hayden. But uh, On purpose? She, yeah. She moved there on purpose? Okay. Well, that's she has mental problems. So that's yeah, why. okay. But Sean Astin is probably not his kid. Um, Mikey from the Goonies. Yeah, the yeah. Goonies, yeah. So, but she... Uh, Wait, since Sean Pat- Astin's like Patty Duke's kid? Wait. Yeah, but Patty Duke told him that it was probably... His dad was not really his dad. Oh, fuck. Because so, there's like two other husbands in between all that before and after. So it's it's a real weird situation. So. They got to go on fucking Maury. Dude, I'd watch Patty Duke and Sean Astin on fucking Maury Povich. Pat- Patty Dukes it out with... Yeah, <laughs> with her son. Mm-hmm. So the first years of marriage were good, but always on the verge of going broke. Uh, Almanza would buy new equipment on credit, but Xmas, they got each other a gift from Montgomery Ward, which was dishes. Yes. No more eating off the dirt floor. <laughs> but also you have to do dishes now, which sucks. I know. You got to go trek a mile down to the creek to get some <laughs> dishwater, which is also bathwater. You can make bath time and dishwashing time the same thing. Yeah. And then when you're done, you can drink it. That's right. Eight months later, Laura got pregnant in 1886. How'd that happen? Storks. Yep. <laughs> More than one stork? Mm-hmm. A lot, Hot. Of, a lot of storks. Hot. Stork on stork action. Uh, she got morning sickness so bad she couldn't even cook and often fainted. Oh, shit. Yeah. Just laziness. Mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, that summer, Almanzo cut the oats, but waited on the wheat. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But he waited too long because a hailstorm came and knocked uh, it all out. Fuck. Well, it cuts it for you. It's just in a disorganized, fucked up, moldy fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, their debts were coming due, and the first kid was due in December. Oh, good. Uh, it's a down payment. Here's the kid. <laughs> uh, and Elmanzo told Laura they still owed $500 on the house, which she wrote a, uh, about a lot later. It's like, this fucker didn't tell me that. Uh, they only paid off the $500 when they sold the house, so they're constantly in debt. They had to rent out their nice new house and live in a shanty on their land. That's nice, too. Um, so in August 1886, their first anniversary, they moved. Uh, December 5th, Laura gave birth to Rose. For Xmas, uh, for a gift for the family, Almanzo traded a load of hay for a nice walnut clock. Uh, now they can like tell I'd, time yeah, and have a dish. I feel like I'd rather have the fucking hay at that point. I was going to say the hay or another turkey. Turkey barrel. Walnut clock. <laughs> but that's we've talked about that in the past. Like these type of families, when you see those, there was especially the, the guy that would go around to each of these farms and kind of take a picture with the family. Yeah. And it was a big to-do where they'd like, if they had a piano, they'd pull it out in the fucking yard. Oh, And yeah. like the biggest produce they grew, it was like, check out my fucking gourd, yo. Like, look how many fucking goats we have. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It it's was like, kind of like a... It's like having your, having your fucking speedboat out in the front yard. Yeah, or, like, or in this case, it would yeah. be like a grandfather clock. Sure. And like a fucking, yeah, I don't know, a big zucchini. <laughs> and like, yeah. <laughs> So February 1887, the Wilders were sued by the local store for the $9 that they owed. Ooh, bastards. The, <laughs> sued for $9? Yep. Well, back then, I mean, inflation, that was probably closer or closer to 100 bucks. Oh, yeah, more than that, probably. Uh, oh. The judge in that case was Willard Seal, the old teacher that they would torment and poison. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Burning bridges. It's coming back to roost, baby. Yep. That winter, friends offered to trade their finest horse for their baby. What? Because <laughs> they can't, you know, they probably think you... Probably can't take care of this because they're flat broke. Oh, and plus, or maybe they were like barren, and they're like, oh yeah, cheaper than. Check my wife; she's barren, yo. <laughs> uh, in July, Pretty their barn and haystack caught, catch on fire. Oh, wait, so what would the barn and the haystack? Yep, it's not good. Nope, no. It was also dry year, and the wheat harvests were low, and all their debt was piling up. Uh, end catching everything on fire, maybe. Mm-hmm. End of eighteen eighty seven. Pa moves back into town for the last time, giving up his farm dream. 
Uh, Carrie was 17. Grace was 10. Uh, pa was ill for most of the year, too. Uh, in February 1888, Laura turned 21. Uh oh. Almanzo, 29 or 31, depending on who you believe. Holy shit, yeah. they're like grandparents well, now. Well, that and it's, like you said, 88. That's that's the big freeze, isn't it? Uh, yeah, pretty close. Oh, so yeah. they've had all their shit burn up. Uh oh. And now get ready for it. Uh, Laura invited a cousin over and some neighbors for that birthday party. The dinner went well, but after Laura felt ill, she thought it was cold, but it was really diphtheria. Mm. I can't remember what diphtheria is because you don't really hear about people getting that you anymore. Know, I, I think you get it from fun dip. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, like clam dip? Like bad, bad clam dip? So we used to call a friend of mine got chlamydia. We used to call him clam dip. You ever had clam dip? <laughs> no. For some reason, it's kind of a big thing. You ever in had like chlamydia? It's, no. It's pretty much like that. the tubs of like ranch dip you get. It's pretty much fucking flavored mayonnaise. Okay. But with just chunks of clam in it, and then you dip like Frito-Lays, or not Frito-Lays, uh, old Dutch rip, r- rippled potato chips in there mm. when you're out at the Lake Sakakawea. Uh, serious infection caused by strains of bacteria called Corynebacterium diphtheriae uh, that make toxin. Diphtheriae. Can lead to difficulty breathing, <laughs> heart rhythm problems, and even death. Okay, so you can give. Uh, we're probably all vaccinated for it because there's a vaccine you get when you're a kid. Oh. Oh, actually, it's I a have rhythm problems. You don't get a vaccine for bacteria. It's set. Oh. Fake news. I just read that there's a vaccine for it for children. Ooh, how it spreads and causes. Well, in some cases, Quite the blood can get infected too, which can cause nerve and organ damage. But so since they're contagious, the wilders sent Rose to live with parents in town. So they should have traded her for. Oh, it's like co- it's kind of like COVID. It spreads with uh, through respiratory droplets. Okay, but it's bacteria. Coughing or sneezing, people can all. Yep, it's not a it's, virus. It's caused by a bacteria, but I think it must be a virus if there's a fucking vaccine. Do, 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 do. Get all fucking Alex Jones on me with your bullshit. I'm just science. reading what this fucking CDC website tells me, man. Oh, the CDC. Oh, we're gonna trust <laughs> oh, yeah. big fucking pharma using the uh, fucking Fauci. Fucking so, it's a it's a uh, it's a bacterial, but it causes a it builds a makes a toxin build up. I guess oh. airway blockage, damage to heart muscle, nerve damage, kidney failure. Mm-hmm. It's from ghosts that are in. And you can get a vac- you can fucking get a vaccine. All ghosts. Vaccines are the best way. Uh, DTAP helps protect against diphtheria, tetanus, and uh, whooping cough. Ooh, tetanus. So that you get basically there's a vaccine we get now when we're a kid that just it's gotcha it doesn't happen anymore. Which means I probably have had it five times because army shit. Like, yeah. Because I know I've definitely got tetanus boosters all the time. Tetanus is your is your number one farm time fun step on a rusty nail full of cow mm-hmm. shit. Oh, dude! When I I got my first tetanus shot, I was like, or the first one I remember, I was like running on a dock. It was like August, and I'm going to run and go d- dive into a lake. And there was like the head of a nail that was po- popped up about a quarter inch, and I skidded my foot oh, across ooh. it, and it just like <clears throat> dug in and just like ripped all the way through my entire bottom of my foot. Okay, yeah, nope. <laughs> I thought mine fuck, was bad. I just stepped on a sucked. full-on nail. It went all the way through the sole of my boot and poked about you know a quarter inch yeah. into my foot, and then I hit it from my parents because I was more afraid of getting a shot than, you know. <laughs> than what just happened. Can you fucking... see it? it it's, it's a little scar, but. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. Scar uh, on his forearm. That was a pitchfork when I was about seven or eight. My dad got himself with a fucking hay fork uh, tines on both sides of his uh, shin, Ooh. like right into oh, both Jesus. sides of his calf muscle. That Fuck. was a good one. Anyway, Elmonzo gets it too. So Brother Royal nursed them both, but he gets sick and then just leaves them alone. <laughs> <laughs> my work is done here. Then. Mm-hmm. About a month later, they get better, so Rose comes back. But then one morning, Almanzo tried to get out of bed, but his legs were numb to his hips. Uh Uh-oh. Finally, after massaging, they got him on a wagon to go to town to see the doctor. 
and the diagnosis was a slight stroke of paralysis. Oh, fuck. From overexertion. I mean, everybody's overexerted at this time. Mm-hmm. And they were told not to do so much since that diphtheria kind of wiped them out. <laughs> I know your fucking farm is failing and shit, but stop working. <laughs> <laughs> also, you've been in bed for a fucking month. <laughs> yeah. So with all these debts and doctor bills, they sell their farmstead, but keep their tree claim, uh, which was not theirs to sell yet anyway, because they hadn't. Tree claim? Yeah, oh, yeah, so on that, really, they got paid to plant trees. Oh, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Yeah, so you get free land after a while, after six or I'm seven I'm sure years. some of these are some of the still the shelter belts we see today across the fucking plains, you know. Uh, so they moved back to the nice house that they were renting out because it was easier for Almanzo to walk around in it because it was, wasn't a shanty, I guess. Because the roof was like not four feet off mm-hmm. the ground or and whatever. made out of dirt with yeah. snakes falling in your Wheaties. Mm-hmm. I imagine like their shanty, like a, what was the, um, being John Malkovich, like the 13th floor. Or the, oh, yeah, like oh, the yeah. little tiny door. Yeah. Malkovich. You got to, like, lean over and hunch. Right. A little house on the prairie. Nellie, you all right? She's hurt bad. You stay with her. I hope you're happy, Laura Ingalls, now that you've made my little girl crippled. A cruel accusation leads to heartbreak for Laura and trouble for the Ingalls. See Little House on the Prairie tonight at 8, 7 Central and Mountain Time on NBC. On Little House, a day that begins in joy threatens to end in tragedy. Barry, come on. There's a fire. We have to get the kids out. No, no, no. I'll get the baby. You go ahead. When fire destroys the school for the blind, the Engels face their greatest test of courage. But we're going to live on. A special two-hour Little House, Monday. Tomorrow, an NBC premiere of an all-new two-hour Little House movie. Michael Landon. Sometimes you have to fight for what you believe is right. Melissa Gilbert, fighting to save their home from a ruthless land baron. This is my property. I want you off. It's ours, and they're stealing it. You better understand we ain't gonna give up without a fight. But will the price be too high? We'll give you till Sunday afternoon. It's over. Don't miss the dramatic conclusion to the Little House Saga tomorrow. So Laura gets to do much of the farm work, and the wheat crop failed again. It got too hot right before harvest, I guess. Uh, Laura sold an investment horse and went in on some sheep <laughs> with her cousin Peter. <laughs> investment horse. You're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna want to put uh, forty thousand into uh, <laughs> grains and wheat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, old Mary Hanks or whatever that <laughs> yeah, fucking. Oh yeah, put it all in Nancy, sugar Nancy Hanks. Hanks. <laughs> the Splons Nancy, fucking yeah. the Splons horse. Nancy Hanks investment horse <laughs> at seven. Like, uh, if you have no idea what we're final, talking about, final. go back go back to the Idaho episodes. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. Idaho. Uh-huh. Yep. Hey, fucking fantastic. Remember more than Spawn. I remember something. Spawn. I only remember Spawn. it when it's really fucking funny. Uh, so, but <laughs> by fall, Almanzo was getting better. But by November, Laura was preggers again. Oh, well, sell the baby. And she was suffering again. Yeah, she's pregnant, and it's the 1800s. And a neighbor dropped off a whole sack of Sir Walter Scott Waverley novels for her to read. <laughs> Oh, I, no, I, food's fine, I was honestly. Say, I, thought, I was hoping you were going to say potatoes, uh, <laughs> apples. But that series helped launch historical fiction, which you pretend that it's kind of real, but you just make up most of the shit. Right. right. You, know, you use a fiction, few real names. And fiction those, that happens in a real place. You get those noble savage stuffs and, like, you know, probably basically um, Fenimore Cooper her, yeah. type shit. Yeah. All, all, all her books yeah. that she'll write later on. Uh, Mountain Jack Pike. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. 
totally happened. <laughs> uh, it was extra dry in 1889. In April, a windstorm came and blew the sheep off their feet. I, I'm calling bullshit on that one. That's some old-timey yeah. fucking... But the wind blew away all the seeds that just planted, too, so they had to buy food on credit that year, too. And a tornado blew uh, onions up the cow's asses, so all the milk tasted like onions that year. So it was dry that year, and the trees died on their tree claim. Jesus fucking Christ. These so, guys can't catch a break. No. Uh, just remember this before when they was like, you know, they could have used some government help along the yeah, way. Well, but, and, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, the, well, then also I'm sure the neighbors are like, those ankles, they're just not praying hard enough, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so the only other way to get the claim was to buy it outright. But they would have to pay two hundred dollars within six months. Well, the good news now, now if you do some chopping, yeah, I got some wood to sell. In July, Laura sees a tornado coming. A shit in All right. Hey, just like yeah, the, and the she's lovely uh, postcard here. Nine oh, months yeah. pregnant. And she plus, took. Are they in South Dakota still, or is that Kansas? South Dakota. Oh yeah. damn, they're going to bypass Kansas and go to Missouri. The so Kansas yeah. tornado sounds like a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. It probably has been at some point, <laughs> or at least a, a bucking bull or horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or well, a stock car, and well, for your finishing move, you can do like a you know, throw a, a mobile home and twist it right. around or something. Uh, anyway, uh, nine months pregnant, she goes down to the cellar, but it passes by and doesn't do any damage. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. She's like, damn it. She's like, got a death wish. She's like, <laughs> please touch down here. Well, I was like, finally won one. Yeah, <laughs> as the neighbor's farm is just fucking wiped off wiped the up. face of the earth. So Laura didn't have time to go to the doctor in town and delivered the baby boy in July 1889. And, of course, it dies a few weeks later because this Damn is the 1800s. Uh, and they didn't even bother to name it. That was kind of common practice back then. You yep. want to make sure it's going to stick around. Right, French you... baby from the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And they didn't talk about it. And Rose didn't know that she had a brother until uh, she was an adult. Ooh. Mm-hmm. She yeah, didn't I have a brother. They didn't do the, yep. uh, what's his name, uh, Santorum thing where they kept it in a box. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yep. Uh, two weeks later, Laura was burning some hay for a fire in the stove, which is <laughs> smoky and gross. Yep. But it's what you got. She left some by the stove and left the room. Oh, oh God. Damn only it. you can prevent shanty fires. <laughs> <laughs> she came back and the whole kitchen was on fire. Whoops. Easier uh, to cook, just throw dough into the kitchen. <laughs> she Your tried to throw a bucket oven. of water on it, but it was too late. She got Rose and the deed. There you go. And ran out. Hmm. Rose, the deed to my pile of charcoal. <laughs> uh, Rose was fine, but Laura's head was blistered and eyes smoked out. Oh, fuck. Like she was burning Yeah, hay, man. Watching <laughs> the Trailer Park Boys or something. Uh, their neighbor, Old Sheldon, came over and managed to save a few things. Old Sheldon? Old Sheldon. Bazinga. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I saved you this spoon and part of your clock. <laughs> Which was some clothes and the silverware. Oh, some, of, some of those Christmas dishes, though. There you go. And El Monzo gets home just to see the roof uh, fall in. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Man, it's going to be so good to get back to the shanty, put my feet up after a long... What well, the fuck? Th- this is their nice house, though, right? It's no, not... It's, it's... Yeah, no, this is a nice one because... Oh, it's a nice one. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Lord, Fine. Uh, Make so it worse. L- Laura it... has to move back home and wear sunglasses, and she gets better, though. Uh, the Wilders move in with their neighbor, Old Sheldon, actually. There you go. Who is the, uh, he was a bachelor. Imagine that. Uh-huh. So Laura would cook, cook and clean for him in return, and El Monzo builds another shanty. Sweet. Getting uh, pretty good at these shanties. But <laughs> that great Dakota uh, boom we're talking about was basically over by the time they got statehood in 1889 there. Uh, the drought was taking its toll. Uh, South Dakota's new constitution forbade public money for relief. Yep. <laughs> 
Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You don't need that. In fact, aren't they? They're currently doing that shit. Isn't Christy Gnome kind Probably. of against any? Jesus Christ. It's like, we could really use some help here. <laughs> nope, it's illegal to get help. Well, it's like DeSantis, right? You filthy Not, fucking powers. Oh, oh, your federal fucking aid, and then they get schwacked by that fucking hurricane. Mm-hmm. Can I please have some aid? Federal fucking aid. <laughs> Spring 1890, Laura sold her sheep, paid off some debts. Sheep plural or sheep singular? I mean, I want to know how much she's raking in here. Like, uh, I would have to be more than one if to pay off some debts, probably. Unless it's a real attractive looking sheep. You could sell right. that for big money in well, Miles, like, Miles you, City. You, yeah. you, sh- you share, oh, fuck you, Miles City. Fuck you, Miles City. And also Nelson Miles. <laughs> you share them all. Oh, fuck yeah, Trey was just uh, traveling through Miles City the oh. other day and called me at work while I was working so I couldn't answer he was like I'm in Miles City like awesome keep, keep driving like, I, well I guess he, every <laughs> time he, he says every time he passes through there he doesn't mean to stop there he stops here and something fucked up always happens and uh, this time I think he got chased by yellow jackets when he was filling gas <laughs> so that, that tracks the giant baby came to life right <laughs> That would be better. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you shear the sheep, sell off all the wool, then you sell the sheep to whoever can, you know, raise sheep. Or you part it out for mutton. Fucking, you know, yeah, like, right. there's a lot of sh- usable shit on the sheep. Yeah. Condoms. Yeah. <laughs> for fucking sheep. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they pay the $200 for their tree claim and announced they'd move back to Minnesota. What, in the, newspa- the, in the newspaper? Back to El, El Manzo's parents. Yep. So she gets to visit EJ again. Oh, good. I'm sure she was thrilled. Uh, she was uh, actually living in D.C., but she was back in, on vacation. EJ actually gets a job at the Department of Interior. Oh, fuck. But Laura still hated her. Well, that Even though they're adults now. Literally, Department of Interior at that point was just, how, how are we going to divide up Indian land and like parcel it out to <laughs> people? <laughs> how are we going to figure out a way to people? not pay these people? Right. Yep. Cousin Peter Ingalls and Almanzo's youngest brother, Pearlie, uh-huh. they build a boat and floated it halfway down. And then they catch a steamer to Florida for the land bo- bo- uh, boom, boom there, not bloom. Oh, fuck. There's Dude, probably things blooming there, a, too. Also, Pearlie's got to go in the fucking baby name book. That's mm-hmm. middle name Gates. Yep. Yeah. Can you just imagine, like, oh, fucking South Dakota sucks. I know. Let's build a fucking boat and go to Florida. That'll make everything all better. <laughs> well, you're, you're too poor for train fare, so you have to build a boat. Yeah, but, okay, cool. We're leaving a windy mosquito place to get into a hot mosquito place hot muggy mosquito <laughs> place with hurricanes yes and alligators Don't yeah, forget and those. water moccasins and mm-hmm. so laura gets a job at disney world right <laughs> so those two are successful in settling there so almanzo and lord decide to go too and they take the train because i guess they didn't have the wherewithal to build a boat i guess like you said this is a picture of them in florida got some nice what is that palmettos behind them so almanzo claimed he moved to florida for his health thought that they were flat broke his mobility came back, but his feet were permanently deformed, and he would cobble his own shoes for the rest of his life. Oh, does he like become like a satyr, like goat-footed man? Or? Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, Laura just looks like like, Se- like the the originator of resting bitch face. <laughs> well, it was the eighteen? Especially yeah, everybody kind of was like that. It was, it was everybody looked like that. I mean, I've seen people with straight faces like getting pictures taken because it took fucking ten minutes or whatever. But like, she just. She she just like is so I don't know disinterested and actively hostile towards whoever she's looking at. <laughs> actively hostile is a good descriptor. Yes. Just wait till we get to the daughter. <laughs> I also uh, love Pa's commitment to that fucking like you know how most beards kind of either go straight down or conical like to a point. Yeah. At the bottom, he's doing the opposite. He's like the the head popping out of a volcano kind of thing. <laughs> like very uh, actually, it's like uh, 
when uh, John Brown goes buck wild kind of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Only yeah. he combs his hair. Yeah. Sean Brown did, did apparently not nope. that often. But so they stay in Florida for less than a year. Uh, Laura hated the heat. I'm sure she yeah. hated everything else too. The basketball team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <Shaq>. losers. <laughs> Uh, they never file a claim there. Uh, Laura tried to help uh, and plant corn while holding an umbrella for shade. This is trying to help Almanzo. This is where you got to like put the umbrella in your corset. Mm-hmm. And so you have both hands for planting. Yeah. So they finally go back to D- Dismet August 1892, and that's their seventh anniversary of marriage. So I'm sure they celebrate. That's the... By wasting seven back years. Back South Dakota. I was to say, that's the, what, paper? Or is that the cardboard anniversary? <laughs> That's the burnt dishes. Yeah. The- <laughs> uh, 1892, Pa had to sell the farm and move to town permanently. Uh, he opens a store, uh, which basically took over for Royal's business there. Uh, he moves back to Minnesota. The Wilders bought a lot uh, two blocks from her parents, and Laura works as a dressmaker again. Uh, Ooh, Mons- copper. Seventh anniversary is copper. Ooh. Just people, your friends and neighbors just huck pennies at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just a method and steal it from right. Yeah, oh, yeah. some pipe, copper piles of pipe. <laughs> Honey, I got you some coppers. <laughs> so Alonzo added odd jobs. He odd jobbed it. So Mary had moved back at the time and she was playing organ in church. Like, a, like Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose is six at the time and she starts school. I'm sure she hates her teachers too. And 1893 comes another economic depression and drought. Fuck, man. <laughs> and market manipulation crashed the whole world economy oh, on that one. Oh, fucking shocking. And about half the people leave the, the Great Plains at that time, too. But they moved back. Uh, railroads claim Missouri was a great place to grow fruit. Uh, yes. The noted, <laughs> it's better than South Dakota, It anyway. is, but I mean, <laughs> the noted orchards of Missouri, unless I'm yeah. missing something. like uh, They even offered free trips to farmers to come check it out. Basically, they're going to ditch them there. <laughs> oh, I'm picturing the scorpion salad. From, mm-hmm. Was that Standing Bear where they like, hey, yeah, come come check out this bullshit? And they're mm-hmm. like, nope. Nope. It's like, too late. You're stuck. Uh, so one of their neighbors actually went down and came back and said, hey, it's actually great. In May, the Wilders sold their house and dismet, and they would never return. Uh, 70 years later, Rose would publish Laura's travel log of the trip to Missouri. Uh, they leave in July, and the croup, crops are already ru- ruined by heat before they left. So oh, Good riddance to mm-hmm. bad garbage fucking crops. <laughs> Fuck you. See you in hell, crop. Lazy crops. Uh, on the road, they meet people leaving Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a bonus. Good, good sign. It means there's going to be a lot of open real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they complain of the isolation of the Ozarks, because that's basically where they're moving. Well, they're coming from South Dakota. I don't think they're too worried about isolation. No. Uh, they weren't impressed by Nebraska. Nobody ever is. No shit. Uh, but as they got further south, they saw fields of corn, fat cows and hogs, and then apple trees. Holy fuck. Almanzo traded one of his asbestos balls for a bushel of apples. A what? Asbestos balls? I don't know why he has asbestos balls. You throw them at fires? <laughs> Take that fire! <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's his uh, invention of his own divination after having so many structure fires. Probably. Oh, like, yeah, he's like he's like paranoid that his yeah. house is going to burn down again. They're, they're like uh, water balloons, coated, like paper mache with asbestos that you're supposed to hug. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not too far from like, ah, I wish it hadn't broken when uh, when Dad burned the shop down. But we had, uh, for the longest time, had a fire suppression thing from, it was either the late 1800s or the early 1900s in the, you know, in the shop where you had to do the fixing your... Oh, the uh, van? With the... Yeah, know. yeah. So it was a glass bulb, 
that sits in like a, a metal holder that's bolted to the wall, and all it is, it's full of fire retardant, but it's like old school fire retardant that if you get it on you, like oh, you'll you, grow a can- cancer instantly. A cancer yeah. bat wing will sprout from your forehead, yeah. you know, like. Uh, but it just, you know, your building's burning down, and the heat will cause that thing to just oh, to rupture burst? and sh- shit fucking fire retardant everywhere. Oh, okay. And cool. Dad accidentally broke it with like a tractor loader. Oh, but, well, I mean, it, and it didn't really help. No. But and then I have a, uh, it's like a, a metal can with like a pop top mm-hmm. with it still has the paper on it's getting kind of, but it's a old fire extinguisher that's smaller than this sprite can. Oh Jesus! And it just has a, and you're supposed to pretty much like shake it up and like like spritz the fire, and it's empty now. But yeah. Like, you know. What the fuck did they put in there? Fire retardant, liquid asbestos. It wasn't water, but like it was some kind of fire retardant. Which, All right, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'll see if I can take a picture of that for you for the. Incident. Oh yeah, awesome. In Topeka, they pick up a stray dog named Fido. Uh, when they got to Missouri, Laura wrote a letter back to the Dismet paper, and that was her first published article. Do you ever see that movie Fido? Hey, Dismet, it's Laura. Fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> the movie Fido where the, oh, the, the zombie, zombie apocalypse yes. has happened and this, this like fucking nuclear family like adopts a zombie, zombie as their pet dog. Oh. It's actually pretty good. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's heartwarming. Okay. Oh, I finally watched uh, The Greener Grass. That was pretty good. Dude. <laughs> so fucking weird. She rips her braces off. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, adult braces. Just, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, so they get to the Ozarks and they like it because they get to pick wild blackberries. Do they run into the kid from where the red fern grows and his dogs? No. Well, that's later on in the project. I no. think. That's Ooh, wild blackberries! Also, watch out for. Uh, I literally have it, a big hole in my arm from a couple days ago from getting thorned. Oh I was yeah, picking blackberries. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, we'll we'll be slowly uh, dispersing these uh, the food episodes, but get ready for blackberries. Oh yeah. yeah. Almanzo found 40 acres for $400, and it was close enough to walk to town, and it had a clear, cool spring on it, cool water, and hundreds of apple saplings. Uh, they dressed up to go to town to buy it. They got out their desk where the money was hidden, and then they find it missing. Uh, they lost their money on their trip. Fucking, I didn't do it, dude. I don't know why you're accusing me. Road agents. So they searched and searched, and even accused young Rose of taking it. Wait, where's Fido? That son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, for three weeks, they wondered. <laughs> Damn. Just standing there on the side of the road Still like, dressed oh, up. Still dressed up. Almanzo took odd jobs in town in Mansfield. Then remembered he had it wadded up in his boot or mm-hmm. some shit, hopefully. Uh, finally, they find the money in the crack of the desk. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. And they had just spent uh, the last of their their money that they I had. Mean, I mean, so. I know that fucking feeling. Yeah. Where you like knew you had like a 50 in one of your pairs of pants, but you've gone through all of them and... I had the opposite of that happen like recently where I I put actually these pants I'm wearing. I haven't worn them in a while because it's been too hot for this fucking big ass camel shorts. But like uh, I was like put them on and I like went and took a shit. I was like looking through my pockets. I was like, hey, there's like a hundred dollar bill in my pocket. I was like, oh, yes. fuck yeah, hell yeah. Thanks me. Like uh, one Found time 20 bucks. went to the army and like I had that old parka that I, uh, like an uh, Air Force parka that I didn't really need. But I came home for Christmas and my mom had had it dry cleaned. Yeah. And like. It was like, cool, I got some winter clothes for North Dakota-ass winter and throw that shit on. There was a $50 bill in the pocket yes. and a fucking Swisher Sweet cigar that oh, had gone whoa. through the dry cleaning oh, process, great. so I didn't fuck with oh. that. But like, you get super cancer from smoking right. that. <laughs> so September 21st, 1894, they paid $260 down, and they borrow $140 at 6% interest. And the land was in Laura's name, probably to protect uh, El Monzo from the creditors. It was It was legal? To have a woman-owned property? Yeah, it was. Oh, 1894. So, oh, yeah. progressive time. Yes. Yeah. 
So of the 40 acres, only four were cleared, uh, but there's plenty of shrubs and rocks everywhere. Mm. Uh, Go out to the rocks, find some scorpions. We'll make shrub scorpions. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, The cabin had a wood floor, but no window. Hey. So they have the saplings, but they actually need to be planted. Oh, they're just kind of like in the coffee bags? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, usually burlap sack. And you need to clear some land for them, too. And it was ridge land and not flat because they're in the kind of the foothills of the Ozarks Ozarks there. Uh, and uh, but Laura wanted it, so away they go. Whatever uh, Laura wants, she's mm-hmm. going to get it. Whatever Laura wants, she's going to get it. A few days in, another family came through in worse shape than them. They asked for work, but Laura reached for a revolver. <laughs> work, work on <laughs> That's this. That's libertarian yep. there. <laughs> uh, but You're looking mighty tasty, <laughs> other family. Notice you got bootstraps. Why don't you go pull yourself up by them? I'll strangle you with it. Yeah. Bella Monzo gave him food against Laura's Damn it, Monzo. You feed them, they keep coming back. But the man helped them clear the land, and they oh. sold the wood in town for 50 cents. So Holy balls. And remember, you know, all this time, Almanzo's either some some version of Gimpy. Yeah, crippled. Mm-hmm. He could make some, like, wooden legs out of the trees. Right. The first winter, Rose walks to school, but then they buy a mule for her to ride. All right, George crooking it. <laughs> And the mule's name was Walking Death. Is it Lucky? Spookendike. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Spell that out. S P O O K E N D Y K E. Okay. Does that mean something in like Dutch? I that don't so- know. That sounds I think, Dutch. Uh, I might have looked it up at some Gosh, point. Dish, oh, dish, I might. I might dish, look it up right now. Spookendike. Well, yes. actually, this—if I go on, it might make sense. Uh, the mule was a jackass, and it was stubborn as a mule. Loved to tip her off while she was going downhill, but she grew fond of Spookendike, and they invented a shared language called Fizpuku. <laughs> what the fuck? So they, if if it was today, you might get this kid into you some, know maybe some remedial classes. Yeah. Well, no. I'm picturing almost. I'm 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 choosing to picture it as more of like a Calvin and Hobbes type relationship. Well, the Spookendike might have been a made-up word since she's making it up is. her language. I'm, when I when I type in Spookendike, she's doing some Nell shit. It's it's Spookendike, Rose Wilder Lane's uh fucking yeah. chicken pan donkey. Judging from the she named it Spookendike, which is just a silly nonsense word without any true meaning. All right, I'm choosing to believe that it was actually a stick horse, but she believes it's a real mule, like like I said, Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, yeah, or. Like the, the you know the fucking the mule can like talk but yeah. only to her. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Yeah. Well, oh, well, they would talk to each other, and Rose would often be excused from uh, from class to go uh, talk to the mule because the mule would be outside brain. Well, he's giving her answers to the oh. test. <laughs> Cheater! What's the square root? Of- what, what's a long running nineteen sixties TV show with Buck Owens? <laughs> what he are? Yeah, was well, even in the eighties. Mm-hmm. It was even up to the eighties. Oh yeah, but that's 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 what Spookendike would say. But the rich kids would ride horses to school, not well, goddamn sure. mules. They had, they can have their horses. as George Crook. I'm George Crook. Fuck your horse. Rose wearing like a pith helmet. Yeah. <laughs> you want a rugged, dependable off-road vehicle? There's only one choice, Americans, and it's the American Mule. <laughs> and if you get thirsty, you can cut its ear and drink its right. blood. That's right. Kick- Coming in four wheel low. That's yeah. it. Just kick, <laughs> kick it in the taint, and she's in four low. <laughs> uh, the Wilders hung out with the Coolies, who were uh, from Dismet too. They moved with them. 
Uh, they were doing a little better running a restaurant and a hotel in Mansfield, then also delivery service. Uh, but by the end of 1897, Mr. Cooley died of the flu. Almanzo just couldn't put in a full day's work, just kind of like me. Because he's... He's gimpy. Yeah. So they leased their farm and moved to town. Uh, Almanzo took over Mr. Cooley's job delivering kerosene. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a setup for tragedy. This yeah, is some, some Mr. Bean shit. Like speaking, of the, speaking of the big burn. <laughs> oh, I've got to hobble past the giant fires on either side of the road with my open buckets of kerosene. I'm imagining uh, he, he looks like fucking Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. He's covered in scars and like 80% of his body. Now, the good news is I, no do, I do know what a kerosene bucket looked like at that time. And they yeah. did have lids and kind of a... Right. Yeah. You're, you're relatively safe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the one-eyed guy covered in scars is yes. delivering your kerosene for sure. Uh, Laura cooks meals for railroad passengers. You said meals, right? Meals, not, not meals. Not meals. Got it. They could have, though. And they also rent rooms to boarders passing through, too. Right. Collies. Yeah. Uh, that summer, Almanzo's parents lived there for a little while, but they're on their way to Louisiana. Oh, God. They sold their farm in Minnesota. Wow, uh, get ready for some culture shock. Mm-hmm. EJ lasted a year in D.C., uh, she married and her husband moved to Louisiana to start a rice farm. I guess uh, that's a thing. Yep. Their parents invest all their money in it, and of course it fails the first oh, year. Fuck, should have put it into hippos. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Elmanzo's dad died that, later that year. Fuck. Of shame. Mm-hmm. But he did give him some money to buy that house in town before he died, though. Awesome. Which is nice. That's very nice. Finally. Like, Finally. Everything's coming up. Laura. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to have somebody Suffer die. for most of your <laughs> existence and- so the Wilders did well and added more acreage. They get 100 in total. Uh, Mansfield was a booming town, but uh, it became whites only after dark. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, yeah, this is Missouri, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, the black people were allowed to camp at, oh, well, I'm not going to say that name. Okay. Oof. But it was N-Word Springs overnight, but uh, well, that's just they so were the warned not got... to stay more than a day or two. Well, that, and it was just so they were in one place, so if the clan wanted to terrify anybody mm-hmm. they just knew where to find them one stop shop yeah. for these fucking racist dickheads yep and the sign at the town well well read uh quote n-word don't let the sun set on your ass god damn states rights <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck uh the james gang had relatives in the area of course they did mm-hmm. uh frank was said to be picking pockets in town in 1898 well, he really took a dive. Mm-hmm. The next robbery. year, the train was robbed outside of town, and oh. the baggage card was blown up. Oh, we think we know about that one. Was that the one with the, the raspberry the, jam? The raspberry jam? Uh, no. Oh. But the robbers did do get uh, $364. With, like, what was the guy's name? Like, Woodcock or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they were caught a few days later, and at least one of them was a former James Ganger. So they're still doing it in 1894. James Bangers. The Wellers keep working, but they didn't earn enough to go back to Dismet to, to visit. Uh, Mary was still living at home. Carrie got a job typesetting the paper. Oh, fucking A. Grace taught school and got married in 1901. But the next year, Laura got word that Paul was illin. Uh-oh. He'd be illin. Better saddle up old Finkelfunk or whatever mm. the fucking mule's name was. <laughs> Spookendike. Spookendike. Uh, oh, Finkelfunk was the goat. Mm-hmm. He had congestion of the lungs from pipe smoking. I mean, I, I, I can, Yeah. Uh, so Laura, she's now 35. She goes back home in 1902 and he dies in June as fellow Masons help pay f- for the doctor bills and the funerals. Well, uh, where the fuck were these fellow Masons when he was dirt farming? I don't know. Could have paid for some plow and some shit. So Ma was left with the house and not much else. Uh, Mary made crafts to sell. Wait, I'm sure by a blind person, was, that's pretty well, good. Well, lighthouse for the blind, they make yeah. all your, uh, Clocks. Huh? Or no. No, they make all the paper goods and shit, like at least when you're in the army, and I know the prison system, 
They like, make all the paper get like paper like toilet plates paper, and, oh, okay. toilet paper, paper towels, like a, a lot of just like for lack of a better term, like in, in, institutional household goods. Oh, okay. So Carrie helps out a little, but then she leaves for the Black Hills and gets She's gets her go own find land. Some gold. Yep, and she manages uh, papers there. What town? Uh, I think we'll get to that eventually, but they do go visit. I was going to say, hopefully Sturgis, because then she starts the rally. (laughs) (laughs) With the donkey. Right. Uh, When Laura gets back to Missouri, she started to get interested in writing. So did young Rose. Ran out of spots to inject. She's like shooting it into her ass. Of course, Rose gets in trouble in school, just like her mom. There you go. She got so rebellious when EJ visited in 1903. Set her on fire. She took her back to Louisiana for the last year of school. But uh, some rumors were that she was pregnant, but who knows? Maybe oh, that's like, why like Rose girl left. disappears for a while, mm-hmm. yeah. But EJ was a widow, and Louisiana still had Napoleonic laws that gave... Fuck. <laughs> we in France? Yep. Well, oh, yeah, Louisiana purchased. Yeah, I was going to say, kind of, yeah. I mean, that was quite a while before this, but... So EJ's husband dies, so those weird and French laws gave all his money to the wife's his first wife's kids... And they, she even had to give up her wedding ring. What the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> uh, so the widow, uh, or the EJ and the husband have a four-year-old together uh, that gets a little allowance, and they survive off of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they go to the French Quarter and hire Jean-Claude Van Damme with a ponytail to <laughs> get on the case. Punch, punch a hit. Snake punch a rattlesnake, yep. yep. Shoot arrows at shit. And 1904, Rose comes back, and her classmates said she'd be an old maid novelist. Okay. Knew, knew the future. Oh, I thought they were like calling her Agatha Christie as a like a insult, slur, a slur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she goes on to become a telegraph op- operator. Oh, I'll show you the future is now, bitches. Mm-hmm. Eat my data. <laughs> <laughs> then in 1908, she follows a bow to San Francisco. Not you, but no, I've just, never been to San Francisco. No. Uh, and they sell newspaper ads. And later in 1908, Rose starts uh, writing articles for uh, the San Francisco Call newspaper. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Rose is about to start writing. Uh-oh. That's where shit's really going to get interesting. Dear Rose. Fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So she's writing for the San Francisco Call, you said? Yeah. She's so a call girl? Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't, get, I can't wait for the sheer amount of fucking bullshit that's going to happen after this. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, especially uh, Laura's and, and Rose's relationship is really complicated. I think Rose probably needed some uh, mental help. Nah, she seems fine. I, I feel like Laura probably did too. Just yeah. looking at pictures of her. I feel like pretty much everybody yeah. in the 18th I mean, there's could, like, have, could have benefited at least from some... Massive amount of despair, but also like the, probably like a... a a heap of fucking mental instability, yeah, I, like chem- a, chem- chemical imbalance that runs were, in the family. should have been a lot of couples therapy would have been helpful for people. Yeah. Uh, little, uh, little early, Lithium. Er, early learning stuff. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, yeah, remedial courses. Yeah. Rose is real complicated. Sweet. All right. Can't, I can't, can't wait to. Can't wait to get into her. I mean, it, Whoa, shit, fuck. Hey. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll be back next week to figure out what the fuck happens with Rose. But until then, we're going to go out in a hail. Of. I don't like to say, but spook and dyke. Oh, you should have said shanty fire. Or, shanty fire. Or every, every other kind of fucking fire. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Mile City. I want you to know it's over. Well.
Bye. It's something the whole family can enjoy together. And you'll be happy to let your children watch on their own because of the solid values in every episode.